this is the audio diary of the fifth day of the fifth month of the year 2021. And not if you know this, but that means that today is actually Children's Day in Korea, which is a national holiday celebrating our wonderful next generation. Oh, and if you can guess where I am based on <laughs> how I sound, I am on a trail. <laughs> so you might be able to hear the creek going by beside me. I am on my two-day kind of weekend of sorts. It's Wednesday and Thursday, but I am considering it a weekend for all intents and purposes um, because these are my off days. I've been working hard all week, and so I thought I deserved having two days off. And here I am at beautiful uh, Kanaka Creek Regional Park. And so as you know, I've been on a project to go and try and visit all the different um, major parks and protected areas around my region that is safe to do so, that is accessible to do so, you know, and, re and it doesn't, it's not banned from entry because the um, local First Nations don't want people there or for safety reasons or some, or just incredibly difficult to access. So there's no remote access to the park, excluding all those, you know, staying reasonable. Um, I am on a quest to visit all the different protected regions in my general area. And so staying within my whole region again, as according to the travel bans, I have come to Kanaka Creek Regional Park again on a weekday. So it's pretty, um, you know, there's not that many people here. And I am enjoying the beautiful little trail um, across Kanaka Creek. This is a beautiful little kind of oasis of a wonderful creek and watershed um, or, or flow down from a watershed that is protected. The entire um, length of Kanaka Creek is protected, um, which is just a wonderful idea uh, in terms of conserving our um, fresh water. And so here I am <laughs> uh, walking down the trail that follows the creek. I am basically going to walk a, do a couple of very easy day hikes, if not three easy day hikes um, today. They're not even hikes, they're really walks along a trail. Uh, so this is also my PMS period. I uh, might actually start my period today or tomorrow. Is that TMI? Who cares? Um, get over it, woman. You know, woman, a lot of women my age. Uh, menstruate, you know, natural. Uh, that does mean that, as you know, I have pretty severe PMS symptoms and a lot of pain during this period. And so I'm not gonna put myself through an overnighter uh, backpacking trip. I'm not going to um, ask too much of myself, you know? And then I also thought that that might mean this is the perfect time to do, just check off a lot of different small trails and easy trails. Um, of these more smaller and more regional parks that are less mountainous and therefore it's, you know, I, it's kind of awkward for me to take out an entire um, weekend to do it, but maybe I can do a weekend just of many of these little trails and many of these little parks. And so my first one is at Kanaka Creek. I'm sure I will be talking to you several times at several points along the trail um, over the course of these two days and I'm not doing an overnighter so I'm actually going home to sleep in my own bed um, so I can shower and 
you know, have tea and do all those things um, that are great for your back when you're when you have a lot of back pain and you're not feeling your best. Uh, so I am going to have a bit of the best of both worlds, uh, you know, forgiving myself and giving myself the time and space to rest and a lot of the luxuries and comforts of home while trying to get and absorb as much of the adventure in nature that is around my area. And who would have thought that such a relatively unknown, you know, regional park like this is this beautiful and tranquil. And of course, the benefit of coming on a weekday morning means that I really get to enjoy it by myself. So I'm sure I will, I'll continue to share uh, little snippets as I um, travel along this little trail uh, this morning. Talk to you soon. All right, this is the second recording of the day. I am sitting at a different regional park called Minicata. I just finished eating my wonderful lunch, which was a vermicelli bowl with, mm, excuse me, hiccups. Oh, okay. Um, a vermicelli bowl with some grilled pork and a spring roll. Uh, I took it out. I got a takeout for to eat at the park, so I just sat down in at a bench on a bench uh, in front of a swampy lake. And I just finished my lunch, so I'm just digesting and recording um, as I enjoy my time at the at this park. So I haven't actually done any hiking here yet. I pretty much just got to, uh, got my takeout, uh, sat down, and found a place um, just five minutes from the parking lot and started eating. Obviously, this uh, vermicelli bowl isn't something I want to carry all around, so I just wanted to eat get rid of the trash at the parking lot and hike for real um kanaka creek was really really wonderful there were a couple of waterfalls uh, one of which was really interesting the the way the angle of the rocks and the water it created these round holes gaping holes in the rock um, and so it, there were little polka dot patterns where you could see uh, on this large you know um, smooth rock surface there were holes through which you could see the water passing by underneath it it was really cool almost like swiss cheese but in in a water a waterfall through a half cut swiss cheese if something you can imagine something like that um and the creek itself was really really wonderful there was a great um informative uh kind of interpretive trail section with um, that taught me about stormwater and how uh, w you know stormwater can erode systems and overwhelm uh, river ecosystems and having these little stormwater river basins uh, that basically filter the water and kind of slow down the water uh, it, during a storm before it hits the creek uh it just allows the water to just not not just like flood over the paved surfaces and straight into the creek bringing all the pollutants but if you have these little river kind of creek basins where you have native plants and just kind of a swampy area the water stays there basically lingers there and the sediments fall down and it, the uh, plants naturally just kind of filter through before um, the storm water hits the creek which is also part of like i said uh connected to the ma a major watershed in the area 
And so the interpretive trail was really, really lovely. The actual longer trail um, had some wildflowers and beautiful trees. And then I actually uh, dropped by uh, where my, um, my friend Jin works. Uh, he's a store manager at a Starbucks. So I just dropped by a Starbucks, said hi to him and um, hi. And I also uh, got uh, just a drink to go, said hi. And then I got my takeout and now I'm sitting and I'm finished eating lunch. So that's the update so far. Um, I'm just about to do the second hike of the day, which will be a bit more strenuous, but not really strenuous at all. Um, I think it'll be about five to six kilometers in total. Uh, but I don't want to, you know, get back really into hiking before I've digested, just letting my system uh, process the food just for a little bit and of course just having a bit of a peaceful moment is nice um, I have the entire day you know I'm, I'm not in a rush uh, it's cloudy now there was a lot more um, sun in the morning when I was walking through the forest it's pretty cloudy now uh, but the swampy lake is still beautiful and I can also there's a lot of wildlife and birds flying about so Clearly, this ecosystem is doing its job, <laughs> um, being, you know, offering shelter and refuge for birds around. So that is wonderful as well. Uh, I think it's just really, really, um, I mean, I was tempted to not do much with my, you know, non-weekend weekend. weekend. <laughs> Um, just because I really wasn't feeling well, the weather wasn't supposed to be great uh, these two days. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to look at the forecast and see, okay, clouds and the, the you know, diagonal strikes, which mean um, rain, and think, okay, I'm not going to do anything, I'm going to stay home. Um, but I'm so glad I came out, I'm glad I rented a car uh, so that I can actually, you know, get out um, on my own schedule. The wonderful thing about having a car I've found the biggest benefit is the fact that uh, I don't have to think so much about the you know timelines and schedules. There's some there's um, pros and cons of uh, for example having a completely public transit trip. It, uh, it does expose you to um, the rhythm of life of the locals so I think I'll be doing a couple of trips this uh, this season this uh, summer um, through to the Gulf Islands and maybe the Vancouver Island of course provided that the travel bans get lifted and I'm able to actually take a ferry <laughs> um, I would love to go to the islands and <clears throat> take do a couple of trips that rely completely on public transit uh, but it's also really nice to have a uh, uh, have a trip that you know involves a little bit of driving, and I get the freedom of choosing my own schedule, how long I want to stay and how long I don't, how when I want to actually leave, uh, and not having to worry about all those kinds of other people's <laughs> and other institutions' timelines. Ah, oh, it's really nice. Um, but I was getting pretty tired from. All the driving i think i've driven just a, a little less than two hours now um, because it takes about 15 minutes to drive from my house to um, kanaka creek and then from kanaka creek to here was another 30 40 and then in between i just had little trips um like going to the starbucks and um getting takeout and stuff like that i think maybe less than two hours in total of driving that i've done and i'm already getting pretty tired 
<laughs> so, uh, you know, my, my driving confidence and uh, just, yeah, I'm just getting, becoming a better driver with more experience, which is great, uh, but it still does tire me out quite a bit. I enjoy being on the highway uh, with some nice music uh, blaring and as things become more instinctive and become more habitual rather than, you know, it doesn't require as much of my full attention. I can think about other things and I am less tense throughout it and therefore it does fatigue me less than before. So I do think with practice I could probably go on longer and longer road trips and drive for longer without getting as stressed um, and as tired uh, as I did in my first couple of road trips that I took, uh, especially the one I went with the Jocelyn. And I remember I was quite tired from just driving. Like 100 kilometers plus was very stressful for me. Now I think I can totally do. Yeah, it's much more manageable now. <clears throat> but I still uh, do need to go to the washroom really often. So all of that might be a moot point. I might still have to stop over every 100 kilometers to go to the washroom. <sighs> but it is nice to sit in front of a quiet lake. Ooh, that statement is almost always true. <laughs> um, is it gonna rain? I see a little bit of droplets falling on the surface of the lake. It's okay. Oh, I think it's gonna start to rain, but it's okay. I've got waterproof jackets and such. Um, and even if it does rain, it won't be something anything severe. I'm also only five minutes away from my car, so I could wait out the rain in the car as well. Ah, oh, sometimes it's really nice to be on pretty spontaneous trips. I only basically, I, I didn't really plan today. Um, I just knew that I had a couple of uh, trails booked on all trails that I knew were easy and I could just do it. So I just decided to, well, go ahead and do it. Hi. And here we are today. So, um, yeah, feeling all good. I'll probably try to get to some kind of viewpoint. I think there's a couple of viewpoints at this park. Um, I don't know if I'll be hitting all of them, but I'll definitely be hitting at least one. At least one place is actually called a lookout. So <laughs> um, I'll probably do a third recording um, when I am there. Talk to you uh, soon. And this is the third recording. <laughs> Um, of the day and my second at Minakata. I've just made my way up um, this viewpoint called High Knoll, which is literally on the top of a knoll or a hill. It's not really tall enough to be a mountain, but it is a little beautiful knoll <laughs> um, looking over the marsh, uh, which is what, the official name for what I should have been calling the uh, Swampy Lake it was Minakata Marsh. Uh, Minakata Marsh itself is absolutely beautiful. Um, and there are three viewpoints and three lookouts on this uh, in this park or the loop trail that I was planning to do. One is called Addington Lookout, the other being Low Knoll, which is, you know, a lower um, viewpoint on the same uh, knoll or hill. And I'm right now on High Knoll, which is a third viewpoint. Unfortunately, I was not able to do the actual loop that I planned because of bear activity. There is a mother and a cub um, just kind of relaxing and I don't know whatever they're doing just doing bear things uh, near Addington Lookout which meant that part of the loop is closed so I'm doing kind of a half loop uh, but still enjoying it absolutely enjoying it nonetheless 
beautiful park. There's actually a decent amount of people, I would say a comfortable amount, enough to say hi to different people and kind of make small talk and some conversations, but uh, not enough so that it's, it feels busy or crowded per se. But at every viewpoint, there were at least two other um, small groups, usually pairs of people, uh, who were also sitting and relaxing as well. But I would say this is a, exactly the comfortable amount of uh, people to have at a park. And of course, I'm all for um, people enjoying the outdoor lifestyle and getting their recreation and, um, you know, exercise through their time at parks like this. So I'm, it's great to see people outdoors, um, but everybody has been respectful, kept their distance, and it hasn't still, still hasn't felt crowded. So it's been the perfect amount. Um, let me kind of describe the view to you that I'm seeing. So the beautiful marsh, uh, I can see about half of it. I'm on a very kind of bouldery, rocky ledge looking over a really slow um, river. I don't know, I think this is the Fraser River. I'm pretty sure this is the Fraser River, which is basically the river um, that kind of dominates the Vancouver landscape. You know, where London has the Thames, um, Seoul has the Han. Um, Yangtze River, you know, there are these famous rivers, uh, the Nile <laughs> that built um, uh, Cairo. There are these, you know, big rivers that have really built these cities. And for Vancouver, it is the Fraser River. And so the Fraser River that I see now is really, really slow and wide, which makes sense. Um, all these major rivers tend to become like that when they reach close to the ocean. And as you know, Vancouver is a port city. Uh, so in the life of the river, uh, this is very near its end for it to have come to Vancouver. Um, it's very slow and kind of muddy and wide and leisurely. Um, if you go further upstream into the mountains where the Fraser River comes from, um, or I shouldn't say it comes from, but it, the, the water flows from, um, it obviously gets uh, steeper, uh, more rocky and clearer. Um, especially gets to be more and more like glacier melt because uh, that's, yeah. And, and, and of course, underground spring water and glacier melt is basically what ends up being Fraser River that I see here, which is muddy and slow, but upstream, it'll be very clear, beautiful and rushing. <sighs> and there's also plenty of farmland. I can also see a lot of the city in the distance. I think the city that I'm looking at is Vancouver, the skyscraper area, or maybe it might be Burnaby. Probably Burnaby is closer. If the direction that I'm looking at is right, I'm probably seeing Burnaby closer. And then further ahead where the skyscrapers are, are probably the city of Vancouver. And I'm in the metro Vancouver area, but Vancouver has a lot of suburbs and kind of satellite cities. Burnaby is one of them. Oy. Oh, it's a nice day. Um, right now it's cloudy but sunny, so if you know what that means, <laughs> um, then you have, you know what um, Pacific Northwest weather is like. <laughs> so it's technically really, really bright. Uh, I'm kind of squinting to see everything, but there is a kind of a very thin layer of cloud that's covering everything, covering the entire sky. So the sky looks kind of blinked out. <laughs> um, if, if that's a valid way to say it. So it's not actually a blue sky, it's a blinked out kind of faint, faintly, faint bluish tinged white sky. Um, but it's very, very bright, <laughs> though I can't actually see the sun. Um, and it's about 3 p.m. I've been 
hiking at a pretty good pace, but uh, but I've obviously been taking a lot of breaks at all the viewpoints, and the viewpoints are very close in between. Not to mention there was that whole, you know, going back the way I came because of the bear activity. Um, so all that, <laughs> yeah, meant that I've actually been spent quite a lot of time in the park, even though. Um, I've hiked really fast and it's a pretty small park. I think I've already spent um, two and a half hours here, which is surprising. <sighs> so I'm just relaxing. Um, I think this is probably the best way to spend a, a PMS day. <laughs> the right amount of relaxing and kind of low stress activity nature and still feeling kind of useful. Um, uh, I feel like I am actually getting productive rest, which might sound like an oxymoron, but a, a rest that actually properly nourishes my soul, you know, makes my life better, uh, makes me a better person, um, raises my focus and my empathy and compassion and just actually creates memories that I want to remember for a while. That's what I mean by productive rest. Um, versus, you know, sometimes I do sit on my sofa and I just scroll through medium or I'm just watching just kind of useless YouTube things um, just because sometimes just my brain needs to knock itself out. Uh, so it is not, that is not what's happening right now, which is wonderful. <laughs> I am actually enjoying myself um, and creating new memories and yeah. All is good. Um, what am I trying to look for right now? I am looking for uh, hand sanitizer. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Um, I don't know what else there is to record. <laughs> um, I guess that's it. So, <laughs> thanks for um, listening to me today as well. I will probably be doing another adventure tomorrow. If not, I might still do something in the afternoon or in the evening today. I just haven't, I mean, I have the car, so I might as well do something. I just haven't made any decisions or made any plans yet. And even if I went home now, I still think it'll be a pretty good day. <laughs> so, you know, no harm done. And I believe that um, I will be... <sighs> uh doing something tomorrow so i'll definitely make more recordings um again i haven't decided what i have a vague feeling that i want to go to the ocean so maybe i'll do something that involves looking at the ocean somehow uh i mean the general two directions i can go right now because i can't take a ferry um is to go south uh closer to white rock which is where my which is actually my hometown um, and see the ocean at Crescent Beach. Actually, that sounds like a brilliant idea. That's kind of my sole location. If, you know, in a therapist chair, somebody, a therapist told me to, um, you know, picture your safe place, uh, where I would imagine is a specific uh, bench looking over a um, part of the beach in uh, White Rock. I have a, a location <laughs> that is my safe place. Um, so actually, that sounds like a great idea. I could do that today I mean I could just drive down um, I might we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> um, yeah I'll make I'll make the decisions as I uh, as I go uh, thanks for listening as always and talk to you next time